Shalom to all! Today's daf is Beit Zadav Dalid. We are starting 13 lines from the top, the third word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Maris, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an aliyah, and Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mardachai, Ben Rabbi Chaim, Heitner, his Neshama should have an aliyah. Now, the Gemara yesterday brought a b'risa that an egg which is a suffix is usher. The assumption was that the suffix is if it was laid on Yantif or beforehand. The Gemara asked if that's true, why should it be usher? The only reason a Beit Zadav should know the is usher is because of Xero, and therefore in this case it's a suffix Rabbanon and should be mutter. And because of that question, the Gemara wanted to say that the b'risa was discussing a Suffolk trefa. But now the Gemara tells Ravashi Yomar, he says, really, it's actually a Suffolk whether it was laid on Yontif or beforehand. But Now this egg is a Dover Sheish Matirin, it has permissibility to it. Tomorrow, the next day, meaning after Yontif, it's going to be permitted. And I feel with Rabbanu Leibatol, if it's a Dover Sheish Matirin, it's going to be permitted at some time down the line. So then even if it's just an Isser Drabanon, it's not going to be Batol. And therefore, the case of a Suffolk could be that it's a Suffolk whether it was born on Yontif or beforehand. And we continue talking about a Brisa, and this is actually going to be in Beis Shammai's opinion. In Tanya, we have a brayso. Acherim ayim mishum rebelezer beitza. This egg that was born on Yontif teachal he veima it and its mother's allowed to be eaten. Now, my skin, what are we talking about over here? Elim, if you want to say with Tanya, God is so immense lachilo. We're talking about a hen which is designated for eating. He was planning on eating this hen on Yontif. So pshita, isn't that obvious? The he veima shario that it and its mother is permitted. What's the chiddush of this brayso? The chicken is not mokta because it's designated for eating, and so therefore neither is the egg. What's the chiddush? So elu b'tarna God is so immense lachilo beitzim. Do you want to say that we're talking about an egg laying hen and the chiddush is that you're allowed to eat it and its mother, but he veima it and its mother are usher because they're mukta and they're not designated at all for Yontif. So Amrab Zayr, he says, What it means is that the egg is allowed to be eaten because of its mother. Now, what does that mean? Hey, Dami, what's the case? Amr Abai, he says, He had purchased this chicken before Yontif and he didn't purchase it with any intent in mind. He didn't have in mind that it was going to lay an egg for him or in mind that he was going to eat it. Now, Nishchata, if he ends up shechting it on Yontif, so that means it's that's called Brero. We have retroactive clarification that when he bought it, he really had in mind that he wanted to eat it. And therefore, it's permitted to eat the egg because the mother was going to be eaten. But if he didn't end up shechting it, then it turns out that when he bought it, he really had in mind that it was just going to lay eggs for him. Therefore, the chicken's not allowed to be eaten, and therefore, the egg's not allowed to be eaten as well. Now, if Mari Amr, he gives a different answer. What does that mean that it and its mother is allowed to be eaten? Guzma Katani, it's really just an exaggeration. Guzma is an exaggeration. Really, we're just trying to emphasize that the egg is allowed to be eaten. And so, therefore, we say you're allowed to eat the egg and its mother as well. We're not talking about the mother. We're really just talking about the egg. We're just trying to exaggerate over here. And how do we know that we're going to use exaggeration? This egg is allowed to be eaten. He, the ima, it, and its mother. And its shell. Now, my klipasa, what does that mean you're allowed to eat its shell? If that means you're actually allowed to eat the shell, does anyone eat the shells of an egg? I don't think so. So, obviously, we're not talking about eating the shell. So, do you want to say that we're talking about eating the unhatched chick, which is still inside the shell, and you're allowed to break open the shell and take that chick, which is inside, and eat it? I can't plead your abon, the only machlekes the Rabban Rabbi Lezer Yaakov have, which is in a couple daf, that's only If the chick was hatched and it still hasn't opened its eyes, they have machlekes whether or not you're allowed to eat it. However, if it wasn't even hatched yet, they don't argue. They both agree that you're not allowed to eat that chick that hasn't been hatched yet. So what does it mean that you're allowed to eat the chick and its eggshell? So Ella must be a guzma. It's just a guzma. It's an exaggeration. It's an emphasis that you're allowed to eat the egg itself. So to over here, when we say that in its mother's allowed to be eaten. It's just an exaggeration, and we're just trying to emphasize that the egg itself is mutter, that we're not possibly like Beis Hill, and that this bris was at least like Beis Shammai. And more about this egg, Itmar was stated, Shabbos Vyantif. We have Shabbos following Yantif, or Yantif following Shabbos. Rav Amr, he says, If it was laid on one day, it's also the next one. Rabbi Yechid Amr, he says, If it was laid on one, it's mutter the next day. Now the Gemara asks, Name of Rav Kedusha Achasi. Does that mean that Rav holds that when we have two days, Shabbos and Yantif right next to each other, it's considered like one long Kedusha? It's like one day, one very long day that has one Kedusha to it, and therefore, 
therefore, if this egg was laid on one day, it's also the next day. That can't be because of Ha'ama Rav. Rav himself said, Halacha ka'arba zakanim. The halacha is like the four zakanim. Now, these four zakanim are Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shmuel ben Eshel, Rabbi 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 Lezer ben Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yesi ben Yehuda. The halacha is like them. Valibid Rabbi Lezer. In Shitas Rabbi Lezer, the Amar, he says, Shtei Kedushai saying, Then we have two days of Yantif, one after another. It's considered like two separate Kedushais, and therefore you're allowed to make two separate air You're allowed to go in one direction with one air of one day, and it's only a different direction with a different air of the next day. So we see it's two separate Kedushais. It's not considered like one long Kedusha, like one long day. So the Gemara says, El Hacha must be over here, but Hachana Durabah Kamifli, they're arguing about that which is called Hachana Durabah, the preparation of Rabbah. We had this previously. Rabbah had answered the reason why this egg, which is laid on Yantiv, is Usr, is because we're talking about Yantiv that came after Shabbos, and anytime an egg is laid, it was actually completed the day beforehand. Rav is Hachana Durabah. Rav holds of this concept of Hachana that Rabbah says is Usr, and therefore Rav says that if this egg was laid on Shabbos, the next day Yantiv is going to be Usr, or if it was laid on Yantiv, the next day Shabbos is going to be Usr. Rabbi Yechon was Hachana Durabah, but Rabbi Yechon doesn't hold of this concept of Hachana Durabah, and he doesn't hold that this type of Hachana is Usr. And actually, Kitanai, it's a Machalikas Tanaim, Nelda Bashabas, Techel Bayantif. If it was born on Shabbos, it's allowed to be eaten on Yantif. Bayantif, Techel Bashabas. If it was laid on Yantif, it's allowed to be eaten on Shabbos the next day. Rabbi Hudaimer, he says, Mishum Rabbi Lezer, Adain he Machalikas, it's still a Machalikas. Shabbashami, Imrim Techel, Bashabas says it's allowed to be eaten. But Rabbis Hill, Imrim Techel, Bis Hill says it's not allowed to be eaten. And a story. Osh Bezichne, Durav Adabar Avo, Havali Hanach Beitzim Yantif Lashabas. The host of Adabar Avo, he had eggs that were laid on Yantif and he wanted to eat them the next day, which was Shabbos. Oslochame, he came to Adabar Avo, Amrle, he asked him, Am I allowed to roast them today, which is Yontif, and eat them the next day, which is Shabbos? He knew that he wasn't allowed to eat them on Yontif itself. However, is he allowed to roast them on Yontif, meaning are they mukts on Yontif, and is he allowed to eat them on Shabbos? So Amrulay Ravad Rav told him, Am I daitech? What's your havamina? Rav Rabbiachan, Allah Rabbiachan, when you have a machlek as Rav and Rabbiachan, Allah is like and you're allowed to eat them the next day. But I feel Rabbiachan like a shari, even Rabbiachan doesn't allow you to eat them the next day, El Lagayma Lamacher. The next day on Shabbos, you'd be allowed to swallow them, you'd be allowed to eat them raw. Aval Biyayme, however, on the day itself, on the day that they were laid, which is Yontif, La, you would not be allowed to eat them. And Vatan, you have a brass like this, Achas Beitz Hashanel to Shabbos, Achas Beitz Hashanel to Yontif, whether it was laid on Shabbos or on Yontif, Aimet Haltalan, I saw you're not allowed to carry it, Loyal Chasis Basakli, not to use it as a cork for a Kli, you're not allowed to cover a Kli with it, Vloilis Mechba Karimito, and you're not allowed to rest your bed on it. So we see that if it was laid on Yontif or on Shabbos, it is completely mukta and you're not allowed to use it for anything. And another story, Ushbezichne to Rav Papa, the host of Rav Papa, of Amrilan, some say, who governed us the commander of Papa, it was just a fellow that came to ask Rav Papa this question. He had eggs which were laid on Shabbos, and the next day was Yontif, and he wanted to eat them on Yontif. Also, he came to have Papa, he asked him, Am I allowed to eat them the next day, meaning am I allowed to eat them on Yontif? He told him, Why don't you go away today and come back tomorrow, meaning ask me this question tomorrow. Now, why is it that Rav Papa sent him away and told him to come back the next day? That's because Rav, he wouldn't have an Amaira, which means a spokesperson, which would belt out his shear very loudly for everyone to here, he wouldn't have this Amaira for him on the first day of Yontif after his Suda. Why is that Mishum Shechers? Because of inebriation. He had wine at his Yontif meal and therefore he would not go out to give a shear. That's because he was a little bit inebriated and since he used to say Psach Halacha at his shear and you're not allowed to paskin Halacha when you have some wine in you, so therefore he wouldn't have this Amaira. So therefore Papa didn't want to paskin for this person either. So when this person came back the next day, Amr Papa told him if you hadn't waited until now, I would have made a mistake if I would have answered you yesterday. I would have told you, Rav when we have Machlekas Rav and I would have told you that you would be allowed to eat this egg the next day. However, I remembered Ha'amar Rav that Rav says Halacha Kavase de Rav. The Halacha is like Rav Bahani Tlas. In these three cases, Bein Lekula Bein Lechumra, whether it's Lekula and Lechumra, and this is the first of the three cases. We're going to be learning the next two cases later on. One of them today, one of them tomorrow, and this is the first case that we passing like Rav 
And even though it's a chumra, we're going to paskin like him, and we are not going to be allowed to eat this egg even the next day. And therefore, the halacha is that you're not allowed to eat this egg, as opposed to if I would have answered the question for you yesterday, I would have told you that you are allowed to eat the egg. And now the Gemara continues with another case. Amrav Yechon, he says, We have wood that fell off of a palm tree on Shabbos. It's not specifically a palm tree. It's really any tree. It fell off a tree on Shabbos. Also, you can be yantif. You are not allowed to use them for firewood the next day, which is yantif. And and don't answer me, but what about the case of an egg, where Rabbi Yechon had said that the case of an egg, if it was laid on Shabbos, you're allowed to use it the next day, which is yantif. Now, my time, why is that? Because since an egg, on the day it was laid, even if it was Shabbos, you technically could use it. You could swallow it. You could eat it raw. But like a Shari law, but you're not allowed to do so until the next day. That's because the Chacham made a Takana. You're not allowed to use it the day that it was laid. However, it could technically be used the day that it was laid. So made the idea. Therefore, everyone's going to know the Basuyema that it's also to be partaken of on the day that it was laid, but you're allowed to use it the next day, and no one's going to be mistaken with anything. But Eitzim wood, they're not fit for the day that they fall off the tree. You can't use wood that falls off a tree on Shabbos. There's nothing you could use it for. If you're going to permit him to use this wood the next day, which is Yantif, people are going to end up saying that they're also permitted to be used on that day that they fell off the tree, meaning even if they fell off on Yantif, you're allowed to use them on Yantif. And the Esmael, the only reason why they weren't used yesterday is Misham Shabbos, it's because it was Shabbos. You can't use them for firewood, but you're allowed to use wood that falls off of a tree on Yontif itself. Now, we know you're not allowed to use wood that falls off a tree on Yontif because it's mukta. So therefore, Abiyachanan said that even when wood falls off a tree on Shabbos, the next day, Yontif, you're not allowed to use them lest people actually use wood that fell off a tree on Yontif. And Omar of Masna, he says, Let's say you have wood that fell off a tree inside the oven. It fell directly into the oven on Yontif. So what are you going to do? You could take more wood, which was prepared before Yontif, and you can increase it on this mukta wood, and then you could burn it. Ask the Gemara of You're moving around this wood inside the oven, and this wood is usur. At least some of the wood is usur. So we say it's not a problem. Since the majority of this wood is mutter wood, when you're moving the wood around, you're moving around mutter wood. This whole pile of wood is heter wood because the usur wood became bottle within this heter wood. Ask the Gemara of Hakam Mavatal Israel Chatchila. You're being Mavatal Israel Chatchila. Utanana, we have a Mishnah in Mavatal Israel Chatchila. You're not going to be Mavatal Israel Chatchila. Let's say you have a piece of Israel that fell inside some heter and there wasn't enough to be mevatel it. You're not allowed to just take more heter and lechatchilo be mevatel it. That's usher. So how are you allowed to do that over here with the wood? So the Gemara answer is hanimili b'dairaisa. It's only when we're dealing with the dairaisa. Avol b'dirabanan, we're dealing with an iser drabanan. Like over here, we're dealing with muksa, which is just an iser drabanan mevatel. So then lechatchilo, you are allowed to be mevatel it. Ask the Gemara Ravashi, Kuntra Ravashi, the Amar. He says, "Call the Rosh something which will eventually become mutter afil b'dirabanan lebatel. Even if it's just an iser drabanan, it's not batel." Michael Memer, what could we say over here? This wood, even though it's only usher b'dirabanan, is just muksa. Nonetheless. It's still Davershesh Lamatir and it's going to become Mutter after Yantif, so you should not be allowed to be Mavatal it. So the answer is That's only when the Isser is actually here, Rav Ashi would say, since the Davershesh Lamatir, so you cannot be Mavatal it. But Hach over here, Mikla Kali Isura, the Isser, which is this Usser wood, it's getting burned up over here because they're using it as firewood, therefore the Isser isn't Ba'en, it's not actually here, and therefore there's no problem of being Mavatal it. And now back to what we had said at the top of the Ambud, that there's three cases where we pass in like Rav, whether it's Lachomer or Lakula. So we had mentioned one case already, and this is the second. Of the three cases, Itmar was stated. We have two days of yontif in chutz la'aretz. Rav Amr he says no. If an egg was laid on one, so you're permitted to eat the egg the next day. Rav Asi Amr he says no. If it was born on this day, it's also the next day. Now the Gemara asks, Does that mean that Rav Asi holds that two days of yontif is really considered like one kedusha? It's like one long day. Meaning when the chamor masaki in two days of yontif chutz la'aretz, they made it as if it was one long day. Therefore, an egg laid on day one is still going to be usher to eat day two. That can't be because of Asi Mavdol Miyamatavel Chavri. Ravasi would actually make Havdala from day one of Yontif to the next day.
day. Seemingly Rav Asi knew that the first day of Yontif was really the only day, and the only reason we keep the second day is because of Minigave Senu. But clearly, it's two separate days. So the answer is no. Rav Asi Svukam Sapkale, he actually was in doubt, is it considered like one long day, or is it two separate days? And therefore, Vavid Hachel Chumra, Vahachel Chumra, he kept it Lachumra on both sides. Meaning, was two days of Yontif established by the Chumim for all future generations, and therefore considered like one long day? Or was it just done out of lack of knowledge how to properly set the calendar? But should Chacham of a later generation be experts in the calendar and determine which day Yantif is the real one, then only one day needs to be kept. And that's why he made Havdalah in between the two days, because he really did know which was the real day, but he also asked an egg that was laid on day one to be eaten on day two, because maybe it's considered like one long day. And now Amr Rav Zeyra, he says, Kavasi Ravasi Mistabra, it's actually logical to say like Ravasi, because nowadays, we know how to set the month properly, we know when Rosh Chodesh is, and nonetheless, we still have two days of Yantif. And Amr Abai, he says, Kavasi Rav Mistabra, it's actually more logical to say like Rav, didn't we have a Mishnah, Barishayna, originally Hayumasian Masuais, they used to wave torches in order to be able to tell everyone when Rosh Chodesh was. Someone went to the top of a mountain at nighttime, he would wave a torch. Someone waiting on the next mountaintop would also wave a torch, and then they would have this whole torch waving procession from one mountaintop to another. And very quickly, everyone was able to know when Rosh Chodesh was. But Misha Kilkala Kusim, when the Kusim started messing things up, and they would go to the top of the mountains and start waving torches really before Rosh Chodesh, so Iskinu Shayushluchun Yaitzim, they were Masakin that messengers of Bezim would go out and tell everyone when Rosh Chodesh was. Now, it took longer for messengers to get the message out when Rosh Chodesh was, and therefore, those in Gauls would keep two days of Yontif because they didn't hear about Rosh Chodesh until after Yontif. But now we can infer from this mission of Ilu Batlu Kusim, if there would not have been Kusim anymore than Avdin Nechad then everyone would have kept one day of Yontif because they would have gone back to the torch waving. And Vehecha Dematu Shluchin, and also wherever the Shluchin of Bezin would get to, even when they stopped the torch waving, Avdin Nechad they would still keep one day. So it must be that it's not because of Takarns Chachamim that we have to keep two days for all future generations, it's just because of the lack of calendar knowledge of how to actually go about setting proper Rosh Chodesh. However, now that we know when Rosh Chodesh is, so therefore it's considered like two separate days and it's not considered like one long day. Therefore, when an egg is laid on one day of Yontef, you're allowed to eat it the next day. And now the Gemara asks a question that many tend to ask, especially people that go from Chutzlarts to Eretz Yisrael and they're in Eretz Yisrael for Yontef, but they still have to keep two days. Now that we know when Rosh Chodesh is, my time of Dina Treyami. So why is it that we have to keep two days of Yontef? We know when Rosh Chodesh is, so why are we keeping two days of Yontef? There's no Suffolk anymore. So the Gemara says, Mishum because they sent from there, meaning the Chum of Eretz Yisrael sent to the Chum of Bavel. He's a Harub and Minigav You should be very careful with this Minig of your forefathers in your hands, meaning this Minig of keeping two days, because Zimnin the Gazer Machus Gzera, it might be that at some point in time later on, the kingdom is going to end up making Gzera that you're not going to be allowed to learn Tyra, and you're going to forget how to properly set the months. It's very complicated, it's very intricate, and you're going to forget how to set Rosh Chodesh properly. Vasilukukuli, you're going to end up actually making a mistake, and you're going to end up setting Rosh Chodesh on the wrong day, which means that Yantif is going to be on the wrong day, and you're going to end up eating Chametz on Pesach. And because of that, you always have to keep this minig of having two days of Yontif in Chutz Aretz. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with this third halacha that we say that we pass in like Rav. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.